Let me just check I'm on the right Wi-Fi here. Okay, you're still there. Yeah, I'm there. I just had to switch uh, Wi-Fi's because sometimes that other one cuts out. Okay, and we're recording. So I'll just dive into our intro here. So thank you. Uh, today I have Jordan Semenuk. Is that, did I say it correctly? Good. That's right. Oh, yeah. Uh, is a human design guide and teacher. After working in corporate sales and marketing for over a decade, she now shares the human design system to help people recognize their natural strengths and apply them to create more flow, happiness, and success in their lives. Jordan believes that we already have the answers we're looking for. Her goal is to share tools and strategies that will empower you to trust your own wisdom and activate your greatest gifts. She offers in-person and individual, oh, sorry, in-person individual and partnership sessions. That would be very interesting. Um, you can connect with her through her website, www.dunewellness.com. Um, yeah, so thank you again for being here. I sort of stumbled on graphic, or sorry, um, human design, not graphic design, through a friend of mine. We're both designers. And... So. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. Um, and even the few insights that I could sort of grasp from the very little I knew about it has been life changing. So I was really excited wow. to yeah have you have you come and sort of share a little bit more about it and to be able to share um, you know this with with the audience listening. So maybe we should start with just an overview of what human design is, sort of where did it come from, why it's why it's a good tool. Okay, we'll start with the big crazy question. So human design is an incredible system. Um, and kind of like you shared, like it really changed my life. Um, so there's five systems that come together to calculate your human design blueprint or chart. Um, sometimes it's called a body graph. So if you're familiar with the Kabbalah, the I Ching, the chakra system, astrology, or quantum physics, you'll see those systems reflected in your chart. Um, so what it does is it really uses your exact birth date, time, and location to calculate this chart, and it blends this ancient philosophy and modern science. And when you first look at your chart, it can seem overwhelming. Um, there's so much information that we can see there. But the biggest things that I like to focus on um, are really how to use your energy in a way that's supportive so you don't burn yourself out. It gives you some amazing clues as to how your own intuition shows up for you. And it gives you indicators of your incredible gifts and natural strengths. So essentially, use your energy in a way that feels good trust your intuition and learn to share your gifts. Like that's in a nutshell, what human design is and um, how it can be really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And, and so much to dive into there. And like you said, that, that initial chart that you see, is like, ah, like, what do I do with this? <laughs> yeah. 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 So yes. I've basically captured out of that, like my type. And then from there, I hadn't really, um, hadn't really gone further. So what sort of drew you to this career? You mentioned, you know, it was life-changing for you. Is that, is that where it started? Yes. Um, I really believe that human design finds you. Mm. <laughs> so I had this career in sales and marketing. Um, so for about 15 years, I worked in a number of different industries from like banking to energy to consulting. And then I moved into nonprofit 
And I guess you could say it was a quote successful career. But what I always felt is I'd get into a job, I would get super excited, um, and then I would kind of learn it. And then about six months to a year later, I would get really itchy and I would start getting <laughs> bitter and annoyed. And it would be like a problem with my boss or my work or the projects or my salary. And I would immediately start looking for an exit. So like, is someone going on mat leave and can I take their job? It's always oh, is this funny. <laughs> You're describing me to a team. Oh, <laughs> So, um, so what I, what I recognize now is that we all have a not self theme and your not self theme is this feeling that you embody when something needs to shift. It's telling you, it's like your check engine light that's helping redirect you onto your path. So mine as a projector is bitterness and I was always freaking bitter and exhausted and burnt out. And I had all these weird autoimmune diseases that no one could explain. And I couldn't figure out where they were coming from or how to, how to heal them. Um, so what I learned when I discovered my own human design blueprint is that there's nothing wrong with me and there's nothing wrong with all of these jobs that I had, but they were not energetically aligned with what I'm here to do. And this feeling and these illnesses um, that were manifested, I really believe were trying to steer me in a direction that was more suited um, and more supportive to who I am and the work I'm here to do. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. So fascinating. <laughs> so I got, um, so a friend of mine shared it with me. Um, I've always been on a spiritual path, but I'd never heard of human design. And she didn't really tell me anything I didn't already know about myself, but immediately I felt like permission to try a different way. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, there's a different way. I don't have to be constantly sick or grinding. Um, it really felt like for me, the harder I would push, the more resistance I would create. Um, and I got obsessed with it and started studying. I think I signed up for a course the next day and then it quickly um, turned into a career. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's amazing. Um, I've done the same thing. I'm, a, you know, in a sponge for knowledge. So I mm. love, love just learning about these things. But um, I love, you know, just that whole idea of aligning with your energy, like the little that I've learned so far, you know, even just like the, well, we can get into it, but the, the decisions from my sacral, mm. that, that piece alone has been has been life changing. So I yeah, so excited to learn more. I'm already like booking an appointment with you. <laughs> awesome. um, so I think like what you said about really understanding your energy type and your authority, those are probably the most impactful pieces. And um, I can help people understand like so much about their design, but I think that's really the best place to start. And I've been studying my chart for years and those are the pieces that I keep coming back to. Mm -hmm. So um, for the people listening, um, you can look up your chart for free on jovianarchive.com. That's a really good place to start. Um, and if you want to kind of follow along, it might be fun to have your have your chart up for our conversation. Yeah, that's a great idea. You can pause here and go look up your chart to, to, to check out some of the things as we go along. So um, you offer services. What are the services that you're offering? So if people are, are curious, I mean, I definitely want to dive more into these topics, but you offering these services to help people. So if they see their chart, they get overwhelmed, they can just book an appointment with you and you can walk them through it. 
Yeah, totally. Um, so I offer individual sessions and partnership sessions. Um, I have a special interest in working with couples because yeah. there's so much fun. There's so much fun and they generate really um, meaningful conversations. Um, but, you know, there's so many resources available online for free as well. Um, but if you feel like you're a little bit stuck or you don't know where to start or you kind of want to understand the story of your chart and how your life experience kind of plays into it, that's something that I really love to do. Um, and I'm not a coach. I don't offer like long-term programs or anything like that. Something that I've really learned is that we all have the answers. Um, and through my own journey, I was always seeking a coach or a therapist or a teacher or a healer or somebody that could kind of give me the answers I was so desperately seeking. Um, but now I really realize that we all have the key. Um, so typically I work with people just once and they share all the information. And then, um, you know, it's really important to take time to integrate the information and explore and experiment how it comes up in your life. Cause I can share the information, but I don't know what it's like to be you. So, um, it's like a fun experiment. <laughs> it's like quote fun. <laughs> yeah. And it's just such an important tool. Like uh, that's part of the people that I'm asking to come on is these tools that have really helped me to understand myself, even just a tiny little bit better mm -hmm. to be able to sort of navigate your life with a little bit more ease. Cause mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I lean on astrology. I lean on, you know, these tools that I've picked up over the years and I can't imagine like, well, I can't imagine cause I lived the majority of my life without any of these tools or sort of guidance or learning what works for me you know, you're just like blindly stumbling and like suffering and struggling all mm. the time. Start to put some of these tools into place. You really just find a lot more ease in your process and, you know, working, like you say, like with your energy and aligning with your energy and how our, how we're built as opposed to sort of struggling against all the time and pushing and causing more resistance. And, and so, yeah, something that's so interesting, um, with astrology is the planets will not be in the exact same position that they were when you were born for 25,000 years. So we are all incredibly unique and we're here to do things in our own special way and share our own special gifts, but we're all conditioned to believe we need to act and work the same. So human design really provides this framework for you to come back to yourself, which is, I think is so helpful and empowering um, when all of us are many of us are just doing what we think we quote should do. Mm -hmm. And I can see with a couple session, that would be incredible. Hey, so tools to have how to work with each other better based on. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. so cool too, because often what happens in a couple session is things that we can't see in ourselves, our partner can see them. Mm -hmm. So when, you know, I'm working with couples and the ladies like, I that's not me. I don't know about that. And the guy's like, this is how it shows up. This is what I see in you. Um, so it's, it's really, it's really fun and um, very special to see that. Yeah. That is wild. Um, okay. So where are we going here? I missed a whole question. Didn't I? That's okay. That's okay. I, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that we were covering the things that we wanted to cover here. Um, so we, okay, well, maybe this is a good time to sort of peek into my chart. Um, yes. <laughs> I can't wait to show your chart. And I think it'd be so fun. Um, if you don't mind, we can maybe use your chart as an example and I can kind of walk you through it. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, do you have it up in front of you or should I share my screen? I don't have it in front of me. Let me just, okay. I can I will share this. Oh, I can't share. I might. Yeah. I've got to change. And I have, um, that you're a two, four sacral generator. Yes. I don't know if I can find the setting here on my iPad. I can send this one to you too. I'm emailing it to you right now. Okay. How much time do we have? How, uh, how much do you want to go into detail? <laughs> so what I can say about this. I have until 11.30, so whatever okay. you have. Sounds great. Okay, I'm just downloading that. Edit up this chunk for sure. Well, I'll see if that works um as a last because I'm on my iPad so it's a little bit okay. more challenging. Oh there it is. Just so you can see what I'm talking about. Yeah. I go. Sorry. That's okay. Don't worry. I should have sent this to you before. And if you can't um, pull it up, that's completely fine. Like if you can just see it and I can see it on my screen too. I have it up in front of me. Yeah, that works. And then I can always edit it in after the fact. Oh, do you put the video in? Yeah. I put the oh, video my in. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my Okay. I think you look adorable. I don't know. Okay. To. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fine. Okay. So um, let's go through your chart. Um, there's some really, really special things that um, have jumped out to me and just learning a little bit about your career path and the things that you're interested in. I think it's so special because all of those things you mentioned um, from design to health and wellness, they all live in your chart. So um, the first thing I like to talk about um, in a session is really your energy type. And as we kind of mentioned, that is the most like impactful um, place to start. So everybody on earth fits into one of five energy types, but the way that your chart is mapped is like completely unique. The combinations between the colors and the numbers and the lines is one in billions. Um, and then I just um, remind you to take what feels supportive and let go of anything that you feel like it doesn't resonate because everybody's life experience um, will also kind of impact how their design shows up for them. So you are a generator. 
generators are creative powerhouses. And when you are excited about what you're doing, you can bring your ideas to life more quickly and more powerfully than anybody. So everybody loves to have a generator around because when you're really excited about what you're doing, you create this magnetic energy that the rest of us can feel. It's so powerful. Um, and you are so important to like the energetic health of the planet. So really important. How do you feel about that? I know. I was like, no pressure. <laughs> yeah, no pressure. <laughs> but that's why it's so important that we need all the generators to be doing things they love because um, you create this really, really powerful energy that's so helpful and supportive for the rest of us as well. So you're really creative. Um, you will know you're on the right track when you feel satisfied. So it's really important for you to prioritize your satisfaction throughout the day. So your strategy is to respond. Each energy type has a strategy. And when you follow that, it really helps you create aligned opportunities in your life. So you're going to see things all day long and you say yes to the things that feel satisfying to you or that excite you. Um, and you say no to the things that do not. It's so easy. <laughs> <laughs> and when you're saying yes and you're responding to things that feel good, you create that energy. When you are saying yes to things that don't feel good for you, you leak your energy. Mm -hmm. And if you're consistently doing that, that's where you're going to have a burnout and the feeling of frustration can really come up for you. Um, so frustration is your not self theme. And that feeling just really invites you to look at what in your life needs to shift. Are you saying yes to things that don't feel good for you? Um, or do you need to say yes to like more things that are fun or fun and exciting? Saying yes um, to enough things will charge up your battery to get you through like the 20% of life's chores that you don't want to do. If that <laughs> yeah. How does that feel for you? <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. And, and even knowing that piece alone, that's basically as boat as much as I know, other than I have some um, open centers is has been so life-changing because anytime I make a decision, you know, that I should do this, it's a, you know, it's a good job. I should take it, blah, 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 blah. But my gut is saying, no, it's been a disaster. It's totally turned out. And even to like the little things of like daily tasks, like today, I've got a bunch of work to do that. I don't want to do. I want to clean my house and like get the vibes going. Like listening to that has brought so much more ease. Wow. Yeah. Whereas for so long, I just work against that because no, I have to do this or no, I have to do that. And it's so interesting because in human design, we say that your mind holds information. It doesn't make decisions. Mm -hmm. Your authority is in the driver's seat. So your inner authority is kind of how your intuition shows up for you. And that is really how you make decisions that are right for you. Um, so for you, your authority is sacral. It lives in your gut. Your gut is in the driver's seat um, where your mind is like a polite and quiet passenger. <laughs> um, how does your gut, how does your sacral response show up for you? What does it feel like? Um, it's sort of like a vibration, definitely like in the sacral chakra. It, it feels like it feels like it lights up as to for a yes. Yeah. And it feels like a, like a Ooh. dense, like cringe, like nothing for a no sometimes I get like a full body no that's yeah. so cool and some people with sacral authority will tell me if they're not listening to their gut they get a lot of like digestive disturbances like they'll experience IBS or no appetite or 
like a funky tummy in some way. So um, a lot of people say it's a visceral response. And I think it's so cool for you to explain it, um, saying that it lights up and you can like feel it. Mm-hmm. I definitely have digestion issues as well, for sure. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so maybe that's something to pay attention to. If you've got a funky tummy, like does something need to shift? Mm-hmm. Like, are you listening to your sacral? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and everybody's decision-making is different. Um, so some people it's really connected to their emotions. Some people it's a teeny tiny whisper. Um, for some people it's like, it feels like a heart led desire. Um, for me, it's connected to my voice. So, um, yeah, it's, it's really interesting because we're not taught to trust our intuition and we're not taught to like pay attention or recognize it. Um, we're taught to think like what makes the most sense, what looks the best, So the right decision for you is not necessarily the one that makes sense to everyone else or the one that looks best on paper. Like you don't exactly need to know where you're going or how you'll get there. Trusting your sacral in the moment is going to like light the path up for you. Mm -hmm. And that's such a huge life lesson to be able to listen to your intuition, A, to be able to start hearing it, but then to start trusting it. And I think Mm -hmm. that's a lot of trial and error really, as you sort of, you know, age is to, is learning to trust that and testing to the trust and like seeing the results um, has been a, has been a huge lesson and a path for sure. And the more I trust it, the more it's, you know, it gets stronger. stronger. And, yeah. But it's really, it's definitely not easy. Um, and for me, like I'm still trying to, to trust it. Um, and I think it's, it's part of our journey, but when you do, it totally, totally pays off. Mm -hmm. So so that's your energy type in a nutshell and your authority. Um, Do you want to go through the energy centers and I can talk about what those mean for you? Sure. Yeah. I'd like to go through the energy centers. And then I also wanted to touch on your gifts and channels um, because they're, they're, they're really cool. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So all of the shapes that you see in your chart are energy centers Um, They're similar to chakras and each one of them kind of governs a little different part of you. The energy centers that are gray are areas where your energy is most consistent. And those are areas that are innately you. The energy centers that are white are where you're open and sensitive to feeling the energy of your environment. So the gray ones, we call them defined energy centers. The white ones, we say that they're open or undefined. Um, And this is really cool when we talk about couple sessions, because the areas in your chart where you are opposite are where you fill each other in like a puzzle. Mm. So those are areas of um, chemistry and potential friction. And then the areas where you're the same are areas of deep understanding and friendship. So that's just something fun to keep in mind if you look up any of your family's charts as well. So the first thing I notice when I look at your chart is that you have um, quite an open chart. So you're quite sensitive to the people in your environment and the energy of your environment. So even though you can be really, really energetic when you're doing things that feel good for you, um, you might notice that you need time and space alone in your own energy to kind of come back to who you are and let go of the energy that you've picked up throughout the day. Big time. I also find like I've shrunk my social circle extremely like I've got a few people that I can sort of spend a lot of time with because Mm. yeah too much too much (laughs) yes Um, totally 
So let's start down here at your root. Um, so if you look at the bottom square, this is the energy center that's really about how you respond to stress. Um, so you have a defined root, which means that you are naturally um, not super sensitive to the stress of your environment. You're really good at prioritizing what tasks require your attention. Um, but it's important to remember that your stress can really impact the people that you're around. So if you do feel stressed out, um, intense exercise could be really supportive for you. As a generator, you might feel like intense exercise or daily exercise, whatever that looks like can be really helpful for you as well to kind of burn off your energy. Yes, totally. I've started running like last year and it's been like a godsend. Like nothing has helped me um, with like mental health and stress management mm. than that, like just pounding out the the energy through my feet and, and getting that cool. in. Yeah. Love that. Does that one feel that feels true for you? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Then we'll go up here to your solar plexus. So we're cruising up to the right, the little triangle that's pointing in. Mm -hmm. um, this is your solar plexus. This is where emotions live. So you are what we call non-emotional with an undefined solar plexus. So what this means is that your natural state is calm, but you are highly sensitive to the emotions of the people that you're around. You are incredibly empathic, um, which is an amazing gift to feel other people's emotions so deeply, but um, you can also amplify the emotions of the people that you're around. What is, how does that feel for you? Yeah, that absolutely resonates. So um, it could be really supportive for you to have time and space alone to just like squeeze out. You're an energetic sponge. So <laughs> it could be really helpful for you to have time alone to kind of squeeze out all those emotions you picked up all day long. So, um, yeah. And something that you are really here to do is to help people move through their emotions. Like you can really experience a full spectrum of emotions and you're really good at helping support people and like going deep and working through their own emotions as well. Yeah. Then that's something I've been drawn to for, for I've been, I wanted to do a master's in counseling for ever and ever and ever and ever, but I haven't. Wow. Yeah, because very I'm also supportive. a sponge because then I can. <laughs> then you're like taking on everybody's stuff all day. Exactly. <laughs> so then this middle one here is your sacral. You have a defined sacral. This is about creativity and desire and passions. And when you are responding and saying yes to things that feel good for you, you are pumping magnetic energy out of this energy center that the rest of us can feel. It's so powerful. Mm -hmm. Energizer bunny. <laughs> When we go over here, this one is your spleen. Um, the spleen is all about primal survival instincts and it's designed to keep you safe. Um, all the fears and anxieties live in your spleen. Um, and it's really, so with this one, with the defined spleen, you have razor sharp intuition, like super, super keen instincts and you're really connected to your senses. So You'll notice as well that you have all of these solid lines coming off your spleen that are connected mm -hmm. to other energy centers. Those are called channels. Um, I'll talk more about those in a minute, but these are indicators of your incredible gifts. So all of your gifts are coming off of your spleen and they're really rooted in your intuition. Mm -hmm. So for you, um, it's really important for you to get out of your head and trust your instincts. And when you let your instincts drive, like 
it's incredibly, incredibly powerful. And the gifts that you can create from that space is, is so crazy. Um, and I'm excited to share more about that in a minute. How does that one feel for you? It's really interesting to like, um, with my acupuncturist, I continually mm. have, um, issues with my spleen, like my spleen, she can tend to get like congested and weak. So it's interesting that there's so much sort of activity in that area on my chart. So, I don't know what that means, but yeah. Um, so, okay. I'm going to go, I'm going to take a turn here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So, um, you'll notice in your chart that there are highlighted numbers. Mm-hmm. Those are indicators of your special gifts. So on the right-hand side of your chart, there's a list of numbers. Those are the position of the planets at the moment you were born. The numbers on the left-hand side are where the planets were three months before. So if you think of the sky being divided into 64 slices, as the planets move through the different slices in the sky, it activates different qualities in you. And that's what highlights these numbers. Does that make sense? Mm Mm-hmm. So all of the gifts um, in your spleen are related to fears and anxieties. And in Chinese medicine, I believe that your spleen is related to worry. Mm -hmm. So um, we call these fear gates and they're all supposed to be gifts, but everything in your chart is on a spectrum. So you can use it in a way that's helpful or you can use it in a way that's limiting. So nothing is good or bad. You just learn to work with what you got. Mm-hmm. But with all of these highlighted gates here, you have potential fear of anxiety, fear of the future, fear of the past repeating itself, fear of responsibility, fear of failure, and fear of running out of time. Yes. <laughs> Constantly, all the time, every day. So that is a lot of, um, we call them spleen gates activated. Um, and that can really feel like it holds you back. Like it can maybe feel like your fear is really driving and it's like scared to take the next step because maybe you don't know enough. You're scared to fail. You've seen this before. You can see what's coming. You fear the unknown. Like there's so many ways it can show up, but it's really important for you to trust that in the wisdom of all of those gifts, you are so attuned to perfect timing and recognizing the opportunities that are worth fighting for and that are um, going to bear fruit. Like you mm-hmm. can see the opportunities that are going to be worth it. And when you trust that, you'll be really rewarded when you can just kind of step through, take that first step. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's really, really fascinating. So how would you work with that information to turn it around? So I'm not <laughs> on the fear side. Good question. Um, So I think the biggest thing is having the awareness um, and just watching when these things show up and what kind of story are you holding around it? Mm -hmm. Um, It's going to be different for everyone, but if you feel like fear is really driving you, like how can you take that first step and just like move through it? If it shows up, like, am I afraid to put this out here because I don't think I know enough? Like what happens if you take that first step? Um, and just kind of rewriting the stories you have around fear and trusting that if you move through it, you are so intuitive. And when you trust your instincts, they're not going to let you down, Mm -hmm. but it takes so much practice to kind of decondition. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of that work. And even like the other guests that I've had on the show, we're talking about doing a lot of that work and other tools and practices to help, you know, be in our bodies and and move out of the the thinking I did a 200 hour meditation teacher training, Mm -hmm. got a lot of tools to definitely do that. But the the inclination is, 
you know, towards, and I mean, we've got so many inputs to keep us in that fear state all the time. All the inputs. Yeah. (laughs) All the inputs to keep us scared. Um, So it's just something to be aware of. Yeah. Um, But your gifts are really connected to your, to your instincts and your intuition. Um, Do you want to know what they are? I do. Do Okay. (laughs) Okay. I'm not going to make you wait 20 minutes and then come back. Okay. So um, the circle numbers, we call those gates. Those are your special gifts. And then you'll see here where you have two gates right across from each other and they're connected by a line. Mm -hmm. Those are called channels. Those are indicators of your incredible consistent gifts. You don't really need to think about how you can use them. The more you align with your design and say yes to things that are right for you, the more, um, the more they'll become activated. So when we look at your gifts, um, you have the gift of ambition So really, really driven um, when you're excited about something to like make it happen, get things done. You can be really prone to burnout with that gift um, and trying to like prove yourself maybe. So it's important Mm -hmm. to allow yourself to be supported um, and trust that like you don't need to do everything on your own. (laughs) (laughs) How does that one feel? (laughs) Yes, I agree. It's true. Ambition. Very, very powerful. Then we go up here, um, this 50 to 27, this is the gift of nurturing. And a number of my clients who are like Chinese medicine doctors have this gift. So you have this incredible ability to see what people need as far as nourishment, and you can help bring them those resources. So you're so good at nurturing and nourishing, like think about nourishment as the theme word for this one. Um, so you can really nourish other people, but it's very important that you nourish yourself first. Mm-hmm. Um, so generators can also be chronic people pleasers mm-hmm. where you might sacrifice your own needs in service of other people. Um, but it's really important to remember that just because you have capacity to do so much, it doesn't mean you should. And you can't pour from an empty cup. And if you're not creating that energy, if you're saying yes to something you don't want to do, you're not creating that energy. Um, So really it's having the opposite energetic effect that you'd want it to anyways. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that absolutely resonates. And that's been another practice that I've been learning is keeping myself full before I can give to other people. And absolutely. Wow. Um, This one up here, this 44 to 26 is the gift of sales and marketing. So you mentioned um, when we started that you have had an interest in health and wellness, but then you're also interested in marketing and design. Um, So it's cool because they're both part of, they're both part of your design. Mm. Um, So it doesn't matter what you do, but when you're excited about something, you have this ability to um, present information that can really generate influence or buy-in. Like the way you say things to different people will really help them get on board. And you have this amazing ability to sell goods or services. That's so funny because I actually would list sales as like a weakness, but maybe it's um, something I do more sort of passively then. Mm, Totally. Um, And really you have this gift for saying like, depending on the group you're with, you can really read the people and deliver the message in a way that's going to land with them. So you've got an amazing way with words and with people. Um, and then I want to tie something else into your creativity because this is so cool. Am I going too crazy all over? No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 
Okay. So um, if you look on the right-hand side of your chart, the top number, mm -hmm. that is the position of the sun at the moment you were born. And that gift is really how you shine. Some people say it's like 70% of your purpose. Um, it's really what you're here to master and share in this lifetime. And for you, you your son is in gate 41, and that is the gift of creativity and the dreamer. Mm -hmm. Wow. So for you, a big part of the way you shine is um, through helping create ideas and possibility in others. It could show up as artistic creativity, which I think it really does for you. Um, and you're also so good at maximizing potential with like limited resources, thinking mm -hmm. outside the box. Um, but really for you, like leaning into your artistic creativity is a really, really important part of what you're here to do. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. And that's part of what I love about design is like you're given a specific set of parameters <clears throat> like logo design for example yeah if you're given a specific set of parameters and you need to make something out of this this is your budget these are your things so it's like this this puzzle that i get to solve and yeah i really enjoy that aspect i love it yeah. um so the themes the big themes that i'm seeing are ambition your ability to connect with people um and kind of guide them towards the resources they need your artistic creativity and your your amazing ability to present information in a way that people um can digest and and buy in and then you also have this other gift here which is so powerful um so they say gate 57 is the most intuitive gate in the entire chart you really have this ability to um, sense what's coming so the shadow of that is you can maybe fear the unknown or like, I don't know what the outcome of this is going to be, but really when you trust it, like you can see what's coming and that's connected to gate 34 over here, which is this amazing gift of vitality. And when you are doing things that you love, you become so charismatic um, and energized and we can really, really feel that energy. So Every single channel you have is connected back to your spleen and it's really rooted in your intuition and your instincts. So I would say like totally let your intuition be your driver in everything that you do. Wow. <laughs> okay. I will. Okay. <laughs> How does it, it feel? Is that fun? Do you, look, do you like that? Yeah. I mean, I feel a little bit vulnerable for sure. Oh, I mean sorry. Sorry. No. I'm like telling the world about your, all your fears and anxieties. <laughs> I don't I'm, mean to... I'm a pretty open book, so I'm, I'm fine with that. But it's like um, more so just talking about myself. But um, that is incredible. And I feel like it's just such like even just knowing that. And I mean, hearing that about myself is so affirming and validating and, you know, gives me a guide to sort of navigate life. And I think that is the most important aspect of this tool and being able to hear that about yourself. And, you know, maybe you're living your entire life like wrong, you know? Oh, well, well not I wrong. Really, I shouldn't say wrong, yeah. but. I know, really feel like our path is part of the purpose is part of our purpose too. Um, and like everything is leading you towards something or there's a valuable learning experience that you'll share with somebody later on. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's part of the journey. And um, for you, maybe working through some potential fears um, and really connecting with your instincts is something that you will go through to really um, connect with your own gifts. For mm -hmm. me, I've, I've found that I, I've been really challenged with my own gifts. And it's like, I need to learn a lesson around them before I can use them. 
Yes. Yeah. Story of my life. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, what? The, yeah. the human's journey is not easy. <laughs> yeah. And I think it does like, that's part of it. If we learned and had it all figured out when we were 20, like <laughs> boring. Yeah. <laughs> boring. Sure, I know easy sure. though. I would be okay with that, but I didn't yeah. have it all figured out when I was 20. No, no. And I'm still <laughs> learning and I'm still, you know, there's still so much that we have. There's still so much of the journey ahead for sure. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to keep going? I'm just getting sure. too crazy. Okay. Okay. No. <laughs> um, okay. So we'll cruise up here um, to this triangle to the right, the little teeny triangle um, to the right of your spleen. Mm -hmm. So this one is called your ego. It's about willpower and motivation and confidence. Um, and you have a defined ego, which is interesting. Um, it's pretty rare. It's about like 35% of the world that have this one defined. Mm -hmm. So what that means for you is when something's right for you, you have consistent access to willpower and motivation, and you can really help people like learn to believe in themselves and trust themselves, be confident mm -hmm. in their own abilities and help them navigate their path to confidence. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, it's important to remember though, with this one is that most of the world does not work like you. Um, and so sometimes it can maybe feel like people need their hand held or they're not going fast enough or, um, <laughs> so just give the rest of us some patience um, because <laughs> we're not, we're designed to like plug into your motivation and to ride it when it's there. Um, but we don't have consistent access to it in the way that you, that you might. Mm. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, then we'll go up here to this diamond in the center of your chart. This one is um, your G center or your identity center. And this one is all about um, sense of self and sense of direction. You have an undefined identity center, which is really, really cool. Um, so you're designed to experience a number of different facets of your identity throughout your lifetime. Being with different people and being in different environments is going to pull out different parts of your personality. And that's like an amazing gift. Um, you're also really sensitive to your physical space. So when you're like, I can't work until my house is clean. Like it's very supportive for you to go clean your house and like tidy up your space because you're very sensitive to it. Um, so yeah, with this one, you're really, really good at sensing other people's identities and helping other people find their purpose and connect with that as well. Um, but because you have this, this amazing gift for kind of reflecting the people that you're around, um, sometimes you might get lost in like what other people are doing or what other people are expressing. So mm -hmm. time alone to just connect with like, is this me? Is this what I want? Um, can be helpful or supportive for you as well. Yes, very much. And I think that's part of why I create a set of separation because I do very easily oh, get lost. Oh, yes. Um, I always use my brother as an example for this one. He's, um, he's the nicest, funnest guy you will ever meet. Everybody loves him. He gets along with everyone. It's very amicable quality, but, um, he'll get a job somewhere where all the guys have mustaches and then he has a mustache and then he like <laughs> becomes the girls that he dates. And he, he just, um, he's like a chameleon and it's really special, <laughs> but it's like, do you actually want to have a mustache or does everyone just yes. them around you? So, yes. Yeah. I've experienced that myself for sure. Absolutely. And then I'll shake out of it and I'm like, what am I, what am I doing? This isn't me. So yeah. Yeah. Time and space um, alone can be really supportive for you. 
um, will cruise up here to your throat. This one is all about communication um, and you have an undefined throat. So you are really designed to express yourself and communicate in like a multitude of different ways. And being with different people is going to pull out different communication gifts of yours. Um, so you're not really designed to like have a fixed way to communicate or express yourself. Um, and if you ever feel pressure to speak or like say like people need to know what I'm saying like right, right now, if it ever feels like pressure, um, waiting for an invitation to share your expertise can really make sure that it lands with your audience as well. Mm hmm. I've noticed that that's um, yeah, when I am put on the spot to speak, I'm like, <laughs> I cannot. Yeah. So um, just be patient. A lot of um, singers and motivational speakers have undefined throats. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So it's like your your um, voice can be an amazing part of your gift, but sometimes it just needs you need to work with it um, to get confident with it. Mm hmm. And then up here, this is your mind. Um, oh, sorry, that's my dog. <laughs> he, he has an undefined throat as well. <laughs> um, so up here, your mind, thoughts, opinion, point of view, perspective. Um, so you're really designed to be open-minded and to see all kinds of different opinions. And the information that you take in can really inform the way you see the world. And then the top one here is all about inspiration. Um, so you're really designed to be in inspired by your environment. And if you feel like you need some inspiration, like getting out and just being in the energy of other people can be really helpful. Like you don't necessarily need to interact with them, but just being in a space where there's like other, other stuff happening, it can be helpful for you. Um, but just remember all the ideas you are downloading from your environment, you don't necessarily need to execute them all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you have an open mind and then you have this defined ego and a defined root, which are kind of like the battery packs to get things started and, and carry projects across the finish line and the gift of ambition over here. So for you, um, it might feel like you need to like, I need to do all the ideas. Do you ever feel like that? Yes. Yeah. Um, and then you have the gift of ideas too. Number 11 is the gift of ideas. So when you have all of these ideas coming in, like more information than you know what to do with, um, just check in with your sacral. Is this for me? Do I need to do it right now? Go mm -hmm. through that. Yeah, that's been super helpful because I mean, if, if for anybody who's been, you know, following me for a long time, they'll see that, like, I'll be like doing this and then the next day I'm doing this and then the next day I'm doing this. And it's because I have all these ideas and I want to do them all. Mm -hmm. um, so my like career path or my niche like changes every five minutes, but I am learning to now not sort of jump on every idea that enters my mind. Yeah. And if it feels supportive and you're excited about it, then go for it, but don't feel the pressure that you need to, um, to execute every single idea right away. Yes. Um, I guess. And then I have one more thing to share with you, if that's okay. We're going through this so fast. I hope this, mm -hmm. I hope this makes sense. Um, so, um, I really like to talk about energy type authority, your energy centers and, um, your gates and channels. Um, but the last piece here is your profile. So you'll notice that there's two numbers in your chart. The first number is one to six. The second number is one to six. And then we put them together and they tell a little story. Um, so for you, the two is really about having this inherent knowledge. Like you are so naturally gifted and the way that you, um, do things that likely can't be taught. So, um, the way that you really develop your gifts and your genius is when you're alone in your own process. Um, so it can be really helpful for you to spend time alone. And then the four has this need or this desire to really connect with its people. 
So the four is really about relationships. You're a natural networker. Um, you build really close, meaningful relationships with people. And the opportunities that come to you will likely come through people that you know. Mm-hmm. So for people with businesses um, that have a four in their profile, like referral programs or connection-based approaches are so, so powerful. Um, and then with the two, four, you're kind of this special blend between an introvert and extrovert. So it's really important for you to learn to balance like the need to stay in and be in your process and the need to connect with your people um, because being with the right people will help you identify opportunities to share your gifts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's interesting because I do find, like I've mentioned, I like to be alone. I like separate myself. Relationships are at arm's length, but I really enjoy sharing and connecting with people online. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because I can mm-hmm. sort of balance both, whereas I can be alone and have my time and you know keep people at arm's length, but then I can still share and connect with people at the same time. Wow. Mm-hmm. So powerful. So that is your chart in a nutshell. Do you have yeah. any questions? It's insane to me how, you know, it's just so, it's right there on paper. Like this is, and it is all, it all resonates. It's all very accurate. It's all true to my experience and how, wow. yeah, how just it can be there. Like who created this? How did they, you know, where did yeah, it Yeah, totally. You were divinely created. Um, and then I'm probably not going to say this properly. So I apologize. This is <laughs> kind of what I understand. Um So there's 64 gates in the chart. And if you look at a strand of DNA, there's 32 rungs and 64 codons that connect the rungs to each piece on the side. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? Mm -hmm. So the DNA is directly related to your chart. So your gifts are coded into you. Mm. They're coded into your DNA. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, it's it's crazy. <laughs> I uh I I found it to be so accurate and um I have yet to meet somebody that says like that isn't that isn't me. So I mm-hmm. I love it. I think it's an amazing tool for self-discovery and it's um it's just so fun to play with. Yeah, it is. Like I'm I'm going to leave here with all these like wow, <laughs> like this is going to take a while Whoa. to integrate. Oh, it takes a long time. Years. Yeah. And I'm still learning things about my chart. I keep, I keep discovering new pieces of it, or, um, I'll be in a situation and something will happen. I'll be like, there's that gift. Like there it is. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's really, it's really fun just to explore and watch how it shows up in your life. Um, but don't worry about like rushing it or, or trying to implement all of these things, like really just kind of plant the seeds, give it time to integrate, focus on your energy type. How can you do what feels good for you? I think that's true for all of us. Like do what feels good for you. Say no to things that don't feel good. Rest mm-hmm. when you need to. Have fun. That's mm-hmm. that's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> and then just navigate all the challenging stuff around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's so powerful. And part of what I hope to share with people really is like this, just different way of navigating life and like using these tools. It is a different way to navigate life, right? Like it's not like, go to the doctor, get some meds or do these things. Like if we have this better understanding of ourselves and how we work and how we function, like we can really just open up a whole new world of, of process in our own lives as, uh, you know, just to be happier in generally. And I think it's a powerful, powerful tool. 
Exactly. I think when you share your gifts, that's really how God shines through you. So mm-hmm. it's, um, it's very fun, but I appreciate you so much. And I also appreciate you um, for letting me share your chart. No, I appreciate you so much. Thank you. I was not expecting yeah. to get so much. I was like, wow, yeah. that's incredible. And so with the process with you, if someone booked an appointment, you would share share the chart like that? Or how, how does your process work with clients? Yeah. Um, so typically those are the things that I'll go through, but um, my appointments are an hour and a half. So we have so much time to chat and unpack things as they come up. And I love the conversation. Um, so the more that someone shares with me, the more I can kind of relate it to pieces in their chart and help them integrate it in their life. Um, so that's, that's really what I love to do is facilitate the conversation and then help use that to guide where we go. Um, Mm -hmm. but typically all the information, like that's, that's what people will get, um, just in, in more depth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I can see how with couples, that would be just so, so fun (laughs) and and crazy. So my design, I, um, the biggest thing that I've learned is, so I make decisions by talking things out Mm -hmm. and, one of my gifts is this ability to replay things in my mind over and over again. <laughs> I'm still figuring <laughs> out how that's a gift. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> so what, what often happens is I, I will share things out loud over and over and over again, as I'm trying to make sense of my thoughts, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize how disruptive that is for everyone around me. And my husband, when I'm constantly saying, the same thing out loud all, all day. <laughs> um, so it was really interesting for me to gain awareness around that. And my husband, um, he's such a, such a special guy. I'm so lucky. Um, but his chart is almost completely defined. He's a manifesting generator mm-hmm. and um, he, uh, he needs a lot of time alone as well, but he doesn't, um, he doesn't do a lot of manifesting generators like to have the opportunity to change their minds and it's hard for them to make commitments a long time in advance. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just learning that about him, it's like, okay, I don't need to um, force him to make a plan three weeks ahead of time when that's really stressful for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, some of that you probably learn out of experience, but you know, so handy to know and get the, the in-depth look and that makes me think too of my son I'm like he's constantly repeating himself maybe that is why. <laughs> yeah maybe he's just trying to find some clarity so it's interesting yeah. or you see how your how your family members make decisions and you know, a lot of people have emotional authority and they need um, time to um, get clarity so they need to sleep on things so you can make decisions really really quickly but your family members you know might need um, a day or two to kind of come to a decision that's right for him Mm-hmm. Have you ever done a family? Oh yeah. I love yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fun. That would be really interesting. Yeah. They're, well, for uh, me personally, like, yeah. get the whole family together and figure us all out and how we can function. <laughs> They're fun. So much fun. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for having me um, and sharing so much <laughs> and going through how I wasn't expecting <laughs> all that. So that is incredible. Um, yeah. Is there anything else that you wanted to share or... Um, I think we've covered so much information. It it doesn't need to be complicated. There's so many resources out there. I encourage people if they're Googling um, just to be discerning with the information that they read because everybody that shares, it's kind of how it's through their eyes, what they're sharing. Um, so just take what feels good, let go of what doesn't. 
give yourself time and patience as you integrate the information. Um, and for me, you know, learning about my human design has been life-changing and so much fun. Mm -hmm. I just love to share it so much. Yeah, it's incredible. Thank you so much for taking the time to go through that with me. And I hope, um, you know, everybody comes to, to visit you and get, uh, get all this information. It's been, it's been a pleasure. Yes. Yeah, I'm in Calgary, but uh, I offer virtual appointments as well. Amazing. Perfect. Great. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jordan. I will let you go. I won't take up any more of your time and um, I will be, be in touch. Thank you. I hope that's okay. I went, I went in, I went in there. No, it's went totally okay. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm a pretty okay. open book and I really okay. just don't care anymore. So, um, awesome. yeah, yeah okay. we'll take out anything, um, do whatever you want. And if you have questions, like I'm just happy to answer because I appreciate you so much for sharing this. Awesome. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you. Hey, have a good day. Talk to you soon. You okay. Bye-bye. Bye now.